Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm a certified personal trainer, holistic health coach, and future chiropractor on my way to figuring out this thing we called life. Now, let's get babbling. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. That was a weird way to start the podcast, um, but we're going to go with it. Um, Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Becca. And today is going to be another one of those podcasts where I've been having something come up in my life a lot recently. And then I just thought about, you know what? This sounds like a good podcast. I feel like people need to hear about this. And it's this bubbling up feeling inside of me that I've had recently of feeling like I'm not smart enough. Or I constantly keep telling myself that I'm not smart or that I feel behind. Like I don't know enough information. I feel like there's so many people out there right now who are really, really smart, which like is amazing, obviously, because they've like studied and they've put all the effort into learning about different subjects. But for me, I then found myself being like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. I don't know enough. There's so much information out there that I need to learn and consume and understand and memorize. How am I supposed to do all of this when I feel like I can barely even comprehend my physics class right now? And it got me thinking, I was like, why do I keep telling myself I'm not smart? Because I don't, I don't know where this is coming from, and I even noticed myself, if you guys listened to the podcast with Paige that I did, there was a point in there, and I'm going to call myself out right now, where I was like, well, yeah, I, like, I'm not that smart, da 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 and then I was like, oh, well, obviously, like, you have, you just got your master's and whatnot, and I was degrading myself, and I was just kind of like, why am I putting myself down? And then I recorded that reading podcast recently and I found things bubbling up about like not feeling like I was smart or like I was behind because I was bad at reading. And then it got me thinking about how, and I think I talked about this in the podcast for the reading podcast anyways, but it got me thinking about how in fifth grade I... I had I've always had difficulty reading so I'm bringing this up again and I've been good at school like I've always been told oh Rebecca you're so good at school and that I got good grades but then in fifth grade something happened where like I got new teachers and I remember my teachers coming up to my parents at like you know those like parent teacher conferences and my parents or them just telling my parents like she's a great student. She works hard. She puts her effort into everything, but there's something off. And I always felt like there was something like broken inside of me because I know for myself, I'm a really hard worker and I will push through things that I'm difficult at or that are difficult for me. And I'll just keep going and not let it get in my way. But that doesn't degrade the fact that school has been really hard for me and I don't think people have realized that like I just I keep putting in the effort in and then I would crumble to pieces if like I remember the first time I got a 60 on a test in sixth grade it was the most mortifying thing in my entire life and I came home breaking down crying And I just, I had these like high expectations for myself. And so I kept putting myself up there. And 
I always felt like the oddball out because my friends were in the gifted and talented group and I wanted to be part of that. I wanted to be called gifted. I wanted to be considered special and I didn't feel like I was special because there was something that was wrong with me because I wasn't considered gifted and especially because all of my friends were there. So I always felt like I I had to catch up that there was something wrong with me and I tested into this group twice and I finally got in. But it made me wonder, I was like, am I smart? And then I've had a conversation with someone recently about who do you think would win the person that's smart or the person that's or the person that's talented or the person that puts the effort in and the talented person would be like the smart person and for me I almost feel like yes the person who is smart will obviously probably get ahead of the person that's talented especially or would get ahead of the person who just puts in the effort especially if that smart person then puts in the effort but then I also feel like there's this special part of not being I don't want to say smart but not talented at something specifically but yet striving for it like I know for me because I haven't been the gifted and talented child it's allowed me to build up this drive within myself to where I will push myself forward and I will keep going after what I want because I wanted to be in that gifted and talented group. I wanted to be considered special. Now, there is some of that like putting down on my self-esteem where it's like I was still smart, but I think our thought process of what makes you smart is kind of, I almost want to say disoriented. I don't know the right word for that, but I feel like Every time we say we're not smart, it's more just because we're not good at a certain thing that doesn't make us not smart. So like, for example, I love anatomy and I think part of my reason right now for why I keep saying that like I'm dumb or I'm not smart is because I'm taking classes right now that I really don't like. Like I'm starting to love organic chemistry a little bit more, but I, I just, I got to say it, physics is not my thing. For all those special people out there who can take physics and figure it out, I'm glad you're here on this earth because we need people like you because I can't do that or I choose not to. I'm trying to get better at my verbiage, but <laughs> um, I kind of just lost my train of thought there. Wow. Okay. But because I'm not taking these classes that I really like or enjoy, I think that's just cementing this thought in my brain of I'm not smart when really it's just those aren't my strong subjects and that's okay. I can still find joy within those subjects like I'm starting to really like building out all these different molecules for organic chemistry, physics. I'm still trying to find some enjoyment within that but there are parts of it where I can try and enjoy it and not degrade myself or just realize like, hey, this isn't for me and that's okay. And I think there's this part of me that feels like I have to be good at everything to be considered smart when really 
what if you just focused on the things that you were really good at? I know it's kind of hard because going through school, you're told, got to take this class, got to take that class. And then we're labeled smart by like, if you have good grades. But I think it's more bringing back the acknowledgement within yourself, realizing what you are good at, and then realizing what your weaknesses are. And for me, I started figuring that out by just asking people or asking myself like I kind of almost think of this as like dating yourself so I kind of just sat in my or I didn't kind of I did I sat in my car and I was like okay if I went on a date with myself what would I be asking I love meeting new people and once I get over the like terrified step of like going up to a person and be like, hey, my name's Rebecca, because like I can be awkward like that. Um, but once I get over that hump, I get really interested in people. So like recently I met this person and they had a different taste of music and they were from a different country. And I was like, that's like fascinating. But they didn't see themselves as fascinating because they're just they're living their life and like that's their experience. So you kind of just feel like what you do, everybody else does when in actuality, what we do in our daily lives and our background is a lot different than what we realize. So I kind of just started asking myself, I was like, okay, what are some things in like childhood that you did? I know for me, I had a house fire when I was little. Um, I had to take the bus for a long time and I got to be in a hotel for a bit because we were trying to figure out a place to live. And then I started asking myself, like, what are some of those like devious or like funny childish things that you did? that you wouldn't probably tell anyone but like tell me anyways and mine was like I this goes back to like not being good at reading and writing but I was so worried about not making a good grade on my spelling test that I made sure that I had a friend who was good at spelling or I didn't I didn't think intentionally of being like I'm going to be best friends with you because you're good at spelling but I I made sure to sit next to her and I might have cheated or that would be me lying. I did cheat. I looked over and was like, I was writing down or spelling and then I would just like double check, you know, just be like, hey, is this okay? And that would be my confession. Like if someone, if I was dating myself and I had asked myself that question, that's something that I would say. And then other things started popping up as far as like, I really get excited when other people feel happier when I'm able to put a smile on someone's face that just lights me up and fills me up inside or when I'm able to take someone's pain away kind of makes sense on why I'm going into what I'm going into is like I like seeing people strong I like seeing people capable I like seeing people be happy and a lot of the times I feel like that's correlated to like feeling if they feel in pain they don't feel happy and so that's something that I strive to do and I'm working towards like being able to help people with and then I started asking myself like or something else came up as far as like I'm really good at being able to be really down and depressed and in my own thoughts and then taking myself out of it so like motivating myself like 
I know it's really helpful to like talk to someone and someone else motivate you, but I'm really good at motivating myself. And so just start like asking yourself questions or being like, what are some things that you liked to do as a child or that you found qualities within yourself and you might actually start realizing that there are special parts of you and that makes you who you are. And don't be like, like, cause I used to put myself down on being like, well, everyone tells me that I'm kind and like everyone's kind and blah, 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 blah. Or like everyone's empathetic. No, don't degrade your own qualities. I think that's something that I do a lot where I'm like, no, everyone goes through this or everyone like is nice. No, there's something special within you that makes you who you are. And if you're having trouble dating yourself, maybe just like ask someone. So like for me, I ended up asking my mom because I didn't feel like texting a friend and being like, hey, so like give me some compliments. But like honestly, if someone was struggling right now trying to like figure out what their strengths are or about themselves and they had asked me, they're like, hey, so I'm trying to figure out what I'm good at or some qualities that I have. Could you like give me some or maybe like even you say like like I did this once before with a friend where I had sent that out and I had said these are some good qualities that I like within you and this is what I think you're good at could you give me some that way you're not just like asking for compliments but for me I found when other people start pointing things out that I'm like oh yeah that kind of just gives me another light bulb of like what I'm good at or what makes me different and realize that like I'm a puzzle piece within a puzzle that helps contribute to the earth, if that makes sense. So like, I think this idea of going back to you have to be good at everything to be considered smart when no, you can just be really good at one thing or a couple of things and your piece, you're like a little puzzle piece and you contribute to society and then that just makes society better. And kind of taking this pressure off of yourself of like, you have to be good at everything to be considered smart. And that was really relieving for me because realizing that like, some people are better at memorizing to where some people are better at abstract thinking. I think for me, one of the reasons why I started podcasting was because, yes, I can kind of bounce ideas in my head all over the place and I can be a little disorganized, but I can kind of see, I can pull different things from my life or different subjects and pull them together and kind of make a summary of it or like, I don't know, pull it all together in a little nice bow. So where some people are better just like memorizing facts and that's okay. Again, you don't have to be good at everything to be considered smart and just like let that come off of you and you will find things that you gravitate towards that you're good at. You just have to allow yourself to be okay with what you are good at now and kind of like strengthen that. And I think one of the ways that really helped me kind of cement this even more is like taking personality tests and understanding myself. I know some people aren't like super big into personality tests because there's like, it's like, what's the point? Like this, it says that I need to be a firefighter, but like, I don't want to be a firefighter. And I think that's where people kind of take personality tests the wrong way. So like, for example, for me, I I took the Enneagram or it's not 
do you take a test for Enneagram? I haven't done that in like a really long time. But I know for me, I identify as a three and a three is considered an achiever. So that's a person that like likes to go out and achieve things basically. And obviously I kind of identify that and I know there's there's like wings and stuff. So I feel like I'm a three with a wing two, which would be considered a helper. And for me, it just kind of made me realize that I like to go after things and for people to congratulate me. <laughs> like that sign that sounds kind of selfish and self-absorbed, but like, hey, it's what it is. Um, it's if you almost go back to like the love languages, I would consider like I like words of affirmations. It makes me feel good when people are like, hey, Rebecca, good job. I really like when you do this. So even telling people within your life, tell me these things. I want to be affirmed. That's how I feel loved. And it's OK to tell people how you want to be treated. I think there's this weird almost bash on like not telling people or like even degrading like oh, if you like getting gifts or like, oh, if you like words of affirmation, that makes you self-absorbed when it's like, no, that's just how you feel. And that makes you who you are. Um, another thing is like horoscopes. I know there's the whole like on Instagram where you read your like daily horoscopes and it's the cheesy, funny things. Like I'll send them back and forth with me and my friend because I'm a Gemini and she's a Libra and sometimes they resonate a lot. <laughs> um, but for me, within that, again, I just, I took the qualities that I saw with horoscopes and being like, oh, does that resonate with me? Do I connect with this? Where do I see this within my life? And it's kind of like you start understanding yourself a little bit more. So like, for me, I know there's different parts. So there's like the sun, which is kind of what you put out into the earth or like who you are I'm a Gemini so like a lot of people would be like oh you got two different personalities you got your like angel and devil which like I'd kind of like to push back on that I kind of just like to see that I have multiple perspectives on things or like I can see one perspective and then I can see another and then like I can trail off into another part of my mind <laughs> which kind of makes me all over the place but you know it kind of just I'm very much squirrel energy, if you don't realize that for my podcast, but I think that's what allows me to think of questions and become curious about things and see different points of view. And I like that about myself. Um, and then there's the ascendant sign, which is kind of like what you display out in front of people. And again, I'm Gemini for that. So that's kind of explanatory. Um, and then your moon is what you feel on the inside, your thoughts, your feelings, like what you only your inner circle kind of know about you. And I'm a Taurus. And if you don't know what that is, it's your a lot of people are like, oh, it's the bull or it is the bull. And I can be very stubborn. <laughs> um, I definitely identify with that. If I think or feel a certain way, I'm bulldozing and going forward that way. And that's just who I am. And sometimes that can be to my detriment. But then I can also see that as a strength on like when I'm committed to something, I'm committed to something and I'm going for it. And I can use that to my advantage. Another one that I really like is human design. I think there's a one called where you can like look it up. I think it's Jovian design where you can pull this up. And I really like this one because there's four, I think it's four different types. There's manifester, generator, um, projector, 
and then there's reflector and for me i'm a manifester if i don't want to talk too much about this because i don't know a ton of information about it i only know like a little bit and that i can explain for myself but it might give you a better idea so for me as a manifester they talk about you being a leader a speaker um you like to delegate things you're not really supposed to do the work which like I kind of want to fight back a little bit on that because obviously I kind of have to do the work to start leading but again this is just what resonates with you um and then there's also these arrows at the top of your head which kind of just show how you flow within life and each arrow means different things for me I'm all right arrows which means that I'm passive um to where all left arrows would be you're very active um and so that would be more like you like routine you like doing the same things you like being in the same environment to where like with all right arrows I don't like as much routine I like changing up my food. I like doing different things. I like being in different environments. I like moving. And that's, I'm getting more comfortable with the whole like not being as much of a routine because I am a very routine oriented person. But sometimes I wonder if my routine comes back to the fact of like, I'm terrified of like being in flow, if that makes sense. So like, if I was able to just go with how I feel with things um or I guess you could even consider it like ADHD maybe I was I wasn't ever diagnosed but back to like my fifth grade teacher sort of situation they were like hey um there's something up with her but we're not sure um again not coming to the perspective of being considered broken but just like the perspective of like she needs different support or different help and I think just because I'm such a hard worker that I was able to mask that um so I wonder sometimes if I was able to just go with how I feel and what classes call to me or what like different insights I'm getting like feeling like oh maybe I should start writing then I almost feel like that would make me more energized to do the things that I want to do but that's something I'm still testing out but I don't know look it up for yourself I feel like it's really interesting just to see what you're like right now and if any of that kind of resonates with you um, another thing that's part of the human design is there's these numbers on there um, and I'm a one three and I think if I remember exactly the one is like I like discovering things and learning about things and then three is just like I learn with experience which like obviously I've kind of I feel like in my life I've I've always been really curious about things I like to question a lot of things I was even told when I was younger to where my parents would get annoyed of why do you ask so many questions and that's just a part of who I am and again I feel like that's almost a superpower because I I find things interesting even though they're they might be mundane and dumb. I'm still working on that with with physics, but you know, um just getting curious with life. I almost if I was if I was a figure or an animal, I would consider myself curious George if you ever watched that show when you were younger. I know I did. Um but yeah. And then the last thing with human design is like 
how you make decisions and some people are considered sacral so that would be where you're like a yes or a no like almost like gut feeling you know how someone's some people are like you feel it in your gut when someone asks you a question and it's either a yes or a no for me I'm not sacral I'm emotional which again is really tough for me because I feel like I'm very all over the place and I've kind of been playing with this when making decisions on like allowing myself to wait to make a decision and almost going through all the ups and downs before I make a concrete decision and it almost makes me feel better when I make a choice. So hopefully that made sense. Again, I'm not super diverse or like know a ton about human design, but I've listened to a few podcasts about it. So I'd highly recommend maybe diving into that if that's something that you're interested in. Um, Another one that I know is really, really big is like Myers-Briggs or the like 16 personalities. For me, I'm an INFJT, which basically there's like a quote at the top that kind of tells you a summary of yourself and mine is treat people as if they were sorry I'm trying to read this and that was very weird treat people as if they were what they ought to be and you help them to become what they are capable of being and honestly it warms my heart to read that because for me I'm like again I really do feel like I'm a giver I really do feel like I want to help people and be the best versions of themselves. I want them to see what they're capable of so that they can become who they want to be. And so that was kind of relieving to feel that. But if you don't know what Myers-Briggs is or the 16 personalities, it's basically you take a couple of questions or you answer a few questions and then what will pop up are a few different letters. And for me, I have I N F J. And the I stands for being an introvert. And I feel like most people know what that is. I definitely need my alone time. I know that for sure. But I also like being with people. So sometimes I question back and forth how much of an introvert I really am. But I don't know. Um, The N is being intuitive. So again, gathering that information instead of just memorizing it. And I, I'm starting to realize more and more that I am this way. I always thought that I was really good at memorizing things because I was like, I was good at anatomy. But more and more, I've realized it's easier for me to connect things together than just like memorize a flashcard, which like I've almost tried to use that more within school because realizing that I like to take abstract concepts and put them together almost like mind mapping more than doing flashcards. Now obviously I'm going to have to use flashcards for like certain things if I can't get it memorized but maybe starting with that mind mapping first before I go into like doing flashcards and again using almost using these personality tests as a way to like figure out like hey this is a different way that I can try studying Um, and then the F is for feeling so I rely more on emotion than logic which I find really interesting that feelings came up and then in human design I was also emotional so I was just like that's really interesting how both of those kind of start connecting And realizing that maybe if I got more in tune with my emotions that I would, I don't know, feel better about myself. I don't know. I'm still working on that one. (laughs) And then 
the J is judge judging. I think it's like, I don't know what the other one is, but for this one is judging, which I find really interesting because for the definition of it, it's basically just saying you like routine. And again, I find that interesting because going back to the human design thing where I'm all right arrows and it shows that like, maybe you would like be good about not always having routine when this is showing that like, no, you do like routine. I find it really interesting because I know when I was younger well young 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 I definitely didn't have much of a routine but then when I was really deep into my eating disorder I had like I was structured routine and I still try and have some sort of structure as far as like following my google calendar so I feel organized but then I do get overwhelmed when I am doing my google calendar and then I if I say specifically, you have to do this during this time. So like, for example, if I say like doing schoolwork and I say like, okay, you're going to do chemistry and then you're going to do the homework at this time, I almost get overwhelmed to where it's better for me to just say this chunk of time is dedicated towards schoolwork. And that's kind of how I feel good when it comes to planning different things. So I don't get specific about my routine, but I'm more flexible within it. So I don't know. That's that's what I've gotten with that. Um, but again, just to show that like these personality tests just kind of show you how you are different. And I find it really interesting because I did the 16 personalities with a few of my friends and just to see how we are different and what does make us special and that when we start working on the things that we are good at and get better at them, then you almost start feeling within yourself that you are smart, that you are capable of doing things and you become less frustrated. I know there's this whole thing of like work on what you're bad at so that you get better, but it's like, what if you work on, on, work on what you're good at and become even better? Because I don't think Michael Jordan was like, hey, I like doing basketball, but I don't know. I'm kind of just guessing maybe he was really bad at school. And so he was like, but now I'm going to like hyper focus on reading because I'm bad at that, even though I really want, even though I'm really good at basketball and I want to get better at basketball. I don't know how good this example is, but we're going with it. Um, So he just kept working on basketball and then like, look where he went. He became like one of the best basketball players and Now everyone knows him also with like his story and whatnot, but like he focused on what he was good at or partially good at and then also what he had passion for and then just kept going. He didn't let the things that he was bad at push him down. And I think it just goes back to the fact of realizing that smart is different for everyone and being smart doesn't mean that you have to be good at everything and giving yourself some slack when you're not good at something and realizing that that doesn't identify you. You being good at a certain subject and then not being good at another subject doesn't make you a bad person and that's okay. Just it's going back to that whole thing of like, you're not going to be good at everything and you might just have to make it through the class and taking that pressure off of yourself. And I know that's something that I've been learning a lot about. So yeah, I hope you guys got a lot out of this podcast. I enjoyed recording this one and I just, I want you to realize that you are smart and that you are capable and you do have a place in this world and that like there is something special within you 
and you just got to keep going at it and to not put yourself down for what you think that you can do because not everyone is like you and you need to start realizing that so maybe like do a little journal prompt on like what makes me special what do I like about myself what do others see in me and do a little journaling on that I know I definitely will because I've been doing that for the past couple of days but I like almost I've been really getting into deep diving into journal prompts and doing them over and over and over again maybe it's just the Gemini in me that goes in all different perspectives so yeah again Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you don't mind leaving a five-star rating and review, that really helps other people start listening to the podcast and growing this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. But if you have any questions or topics you want me to talk about, email me at beccababblespodcast at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at rebecca.8. But besides all that, I can't wait to babble with you next time.